This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the government contracting community asks Congress for more technology and cyber funding again. A new bill would make sure IGs have the power to subpoena former federal employees as well. And as more operations get back to normal, the Navy is restarting its drug testing of sailors. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Government contractors are pressing House and Senate leaders to include more funding for federal technology and cybersecurity in the infrastructure package. The Professional Services Council wrote to House and Senate leadership saying the recent cyber attacks against the Colonial Pipeline and the Solar Winds hack call for further investments. PSC also praised four other areas of President Joe Biden's infrastructure proposal, including investments in research and development and securing the supply chain through Buy American provisions. PSC's letter is the second to House and Senate lawmakers in the last week, urging for more cyber and technology funding. GSA tries to avoid mistakes of its past with a new federal acquisition portal. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. The new SAM.gov portal launched yesterday with the goal of creating a common look and feel across the six acquisition systems under the integrated acquisition environment. The General Services Administration hopes this rollout goes better than the previous beta.sam.gov integration with the old FedBizOps site in November 2019, which struggled and frustrated users. In preparation for the new SAM.gov, GSA received more than 35,000 pieces of user feedback and went through at least 50 iterations of the landing page. GSA developed the new site on a platform that is flexible and easily updated. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. A former official of a non-governmental organization receives 40 months in prison for a bid rigging scheme related to contracts funded in part by the U.S. Agency for International Development. The Justice Department says Ernest Halilov of Turkmenistan paid bribes to learn sensitive procurement information about the contracts between 2011 and 2016. The Veterans Affairs Department stepped in 117 times to help state and local governments during the first 11 months of the pandemic. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. VA helped 38 states, four tribes, and one territory. It provided inpatient care to non-veterans and deployed resources to civilian facilities as part of its fourth mission. State and local governments made requests for VA assistance through FEMA. The Government Accountability Office says these assignments cost $270 million. VA provided the most assistance in New Jersey. Its most expensive missions were in New York. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Agriculture Department cranks up its apparatus for helping out certain farmers and ranchers. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. The American Rescue Plan authorizes USDA to give payments to socially disadvantaged agriculture establishments, including co-ops, that took out federal farm loans. That includes farms and ranches owned by Native Americans and people of color. In fact, under Section 1005, the plan lets USDA pay farmers for 120 percent of loan balances. This week, USDA publishes the notice of funding and begins accepting applications. It'll issue payments starting in June. 
I'm Tom Temin. Maryland's two senators are looking for more clarity on what federal agencies can and should bargain over. President Biden urged agencies to bargain over permissive subjects in a January executive order, but Senators Ben Cardin and Chris Van Hollen say agencies are interpreting this portion of a key Biden executive order in different ways. For example, the Bureau of Engraving and Printing says this bargaining requirement does not apply during emergencies. Cardin and Van Hollen are looking to the Office of Personnel Management for its analysis. Agency inspectors general can't question former federal employees, but a Senate bill seeks to change that. Senators Maggie Hassan and Chuck Grassley introduced the Inspector General Testimonial Subpoena Authority Act. The bill would give IGs the power to subpoena former feds, contractors, and grantees for in-person testimony. If passed, the Council of Inspectors General on Integrity and Efficiency, together with the Attorney General, would draft guidance on how IG offices should use this new authority. More than 40 advocacy groups want Congress and the Biden administration to use the drawdown in Afghanistan as an opportunity to decrease the defense budget. The White House is proposing to spend more than $750 billion on defense-related programs in 2022. The groups say the government should take the money from the war and redirect it to domestic programs. U.S. troops are supposed to be withdrawn from Afghanistan by September 11th. The Coast Guard is standing up its first cyber red team as part of a larger restructuring. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has details. The Coast Guard is transforming its cyber blue team into a more comprehensive cyber operational assessments branch. The Coast Guard's new red team later this summer will operate out of this branch as well. The red team serves as a cyber adversary emulation and penetration testing organization. Lieutenant Kenneth Miltenberger, the cyber blue team branch chief, says the blue team will continue to provide endpoint scanning and other services. We're excited to see the fusion there, too, of cooperative assessments plus red team for kind of some holistic assessments as well. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Meanwhile, the Air Force has a serious problem with its child care capacity. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The Air Force says its demand for child care is far exceeding what it can offer its airmen. As of February, there are more than 5,000 children waiting to be placed in on-base child care. The average wait time to be put into a facility was more than 150 days. The Air Force says the COVID-19 pandemic made the situation worse by keeping some centers closed. The service is investing $20 million into expanding existing child care centers and another $11 million on building new ones. Members of Congress are urging the Air Force to increase its budget for more facilities. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. And another sign that military life is getting back to normal, the Navy says the pandemic is no longer a reason to cut back on random drug testing. The service has eliminated a temporary policy that let local commanders suspend urinalysis to slow the spread of COVID-19. Officials say it's time to return to normal drug screening operations, including for sailors who've been allowed to telework. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. You can also subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.